This is episode 242 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today I am going to teach you a filter to use when you have to make a decision in your life that will guarantee you success. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food, it's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist. Uh Uh-oh, oops. (laughs) I just introduced myself as if I was recording an episode for the pro series because I just recorded one of those. I recorded an episode on the link between uh, feminism and dieting. So if you're a professional, you may want to scroll back to your app and find Tuesday, May 26th episode. You're going to love it. But So I'm back to regular podcasting with you guys, my tribe. We've been together for more than three years here. And uh, today's episode is about love versus fear. The filter through which you can make decision that is going to guarantee you success. And I created this episode from all the consultation that I've been doing over the last week. As I mentioned in episode 241, it is the time of the year in the spring where we as a company recruit our private client for the remainder of the year that you are a professional student or a client. Um, you come into a consultation with me so I can make sure you're the right fit for a program that I can help you. And then in turn, you need, you get to ask questions to make sure it's the right program for you. And I've been learning a ton from those consultations, um, as I do each time that I work with any one of you. And, uh, last episode, body fantasies came from the session and today love versus fear comes from there. Um, because that's what I tell women when we finish the conversation during this consultation is that like my consultation are not like a, a pitch to sell you anything because I'm very clear when you come here uh, to those consultation that you are interested in my program. I have enough content into the world through the podcast for you to make your mind about me. So people that come to those consultation like are ready to uh, commit to my program. And uh, so I don't need to pitch or sell anything. But when I leave those conversations, I always say to women to make a choice from a place of love versus fear. And I wanted to teach you that concept here. What does it mean exactly? Um, and how to make a decision from a place of love instead of fear. And I'm going to walk you through some clear and easy example for you to see how this can apply to your life. So let's get started on this. What do I mean by fear versus love? Well, believe it or not, the opposite of love isn't hate. It's fear. All emotion basically fall under one of two categories, love-based emotion or fear-based emotion. Think of it as the mother and the father of all the emotion you can experience in life. 
So love-based emotion will include, obviously, love, hope, joy, gratitude, peace, trust, confidence, happiness, connection, forgiveness, honesty, compassion, self-love, self-acceptance, self-compassion, like all of these emotions. Basically, when I ask you why you want to work with me, these are the things you're telling me. I want to be more confident. I want to trust myself. I want to reconnect with myself. I want to love, accept my body, and so forth. And then the fear-based emotion is what you want to get rid of, right? So these are fear, obviously, anger, grief, shame, guilt, uh, judgment, frustration, doubt, insecurity. Can you see this? Like at the base, it's either love or fear. And from there, there's a gradation and a variety of emotion. I thought about that on podcast 202, Stepping Beyond the Struggle, where I started to give you at high level how the human brain function and why we fall into this pattern of struggle. And inside of this episode, I taught you about emotion and how they create our decision, our choices, and the action we take daily. All the behavior, the action you take are created by the way you feel. Give you a very straight up example. Fear of weight gain creates the action of going on a diet, staying on the diet, controlling food, anything to do with this. Simple, right? So the way you feel creates your action, your decision. So if you are in a state of love, you're going to make a certain set of decision, certain set of dis- of choices and or action you're going to take and the same goes with fear. Now here's a caveat to this. These emotion that drives your decision can be conscious or unconscious. Meaning by that you can be in an emotional state of fear and not be aware of it. You are controlled by your emotion of fear, and you don't even realize it. It's so familiar to you because you've been, quote, stuck in the struggle for so long that you think that this is the normal human state of being. Anxiety, frustration, stress, depression, like deep in it, you don't realize that there's another option. In the same way, you can be in an unconscious state of love, right? You have an acquaintance to being joyful, happy, confident in yourself, trusting yourself so much so that that's your default state. You just live from that space of love. Um, Now, in today's society, especially right now, it's more often the unconscious state of fear that people are in than the state of love. Now, the cool thing about being in a state of love or expressing love-based emotion is that love is unconditional. Fear is conditional. Now, 
no matter what your spiritual beliefs are, your religious belief, one thing is common to all religion and spirituality. Love is more powerful than fear. Love is unconditional. Love is centric to all the forms of spirituality. Love is stronger than fear. And it's interesting when we start looking at religion and uh, we're tracing back some of those religion to like three or 4,000 years, human way back then were expressing these same two emotion and spirituality as religion was there to connect them back to the best state for them, which was love. So how do we start listening to love instead of fear? Now, love doesn't mean that fear isn't present. It's not one or the other. That is often the early perception of my student. They think that once I'm in a state of love, I'll never again feel any negative emotion and I'll never again be in a state of fear. That's perfectionism. That's not what life is. Both set of emotion will be present in your life, in your body on a day-to-day basis. That said, you will have the tool, you will have the capacity, the ability to listen to love more often that you listen to fear without expecting perfection. This is where we talk about making a choice. You are conscious that both emotion are present within you when you have to make a choice, but you consciously choose to make the decision that is love-based instead of fear-based. So how do we do this? Three steps. You know how I like things simple and easy. Number one, when you are faced with a choice, with a decision, with taking action on something, lean in to the fear. What I mean by leaning in, I mean ask why the fear is present. What am I afraid of? Is it valid? Is my life at risk? Is my my spirit, my body trying to protect me from a life-threatening situation? That is a great reason to choose fear, right? You're walking in the back alley and it's dark and all of a sudden you hear somebody coming, running at you. Feel the fear, lean into it and choose it and run for your life. The reality is in today's world, most of the situation that we're faced with aren't life-threatening. Benefit of modern society, most of our basic needs are met, right? We're fed, we have shelter, we have safety, heat, water. Most of the time, the decision that we have to make aren't about life or that. So when fear is present, you really have to dig in. And you really have to lean in and say, what am I truly afraid of? Am I afraid of failure? That is a 
big one in my world. When I talk to you, people say, well, I failed so many times before. Why would this time be any different? The perception that you have a failure makes you believe that that's a real threat to your life. So keep leaning into fear at first and ask the question, is it true that I could fail? Guaranteed the answer is yes. Yes, you could fail. Then what's bad about failure? Why am I afraid of failure? You see, for me, and the way that I teach and the way that I live my life, failure is actually something positive. Failure means that I get to learn from my mistake. I don't see failure as something that is a threat, something that is dangerous. I see failure as like, hmm, interesting. I wonder what I can learn from this. I wonder what the, in my case, universe, replace that by the God of your choice, is trying to teach me. Now, I wasn't always like this, right? Then years ago, I was dearly afraid of failure. And that's why I was overworking and a workaholic and full-blown type A controlling career woman because I was dearly afraid of failing, I was afraid of people judging me. I was afraid of telling people that I wasn't successful. And what would they think about me? They're going to reject me. They're not going to accept me. They're not going to think of me highly. Like all these things would go in my head. So when I had to make a choice, specifically in the professional realm or for my own self, I would make the choice from a place of fear because my perception of failure was a life-threatening situation. Do you see? So the first step of making choices from a place of love instead of fear is to lean into the fear and ask good question. Then you lean into the love. Then you ask again, I wonder what would happen if I make my choice from this option. I wonder what would happen to me. You see, when I make a mistake or I have a failure, I ask the question, why did I fail? I wonder what's uh, in it for me to learn. And then I take that back and I apply changes in whatever sector of my life I'm trying to make a decision. And then I lean into love. This failure means nothing about me as a person, right? For example, I've launched a program late last year called uh, the Health Mastery, which actually bombed. I never shared this before, but I'm totally open to talk about it. Like it didn't work. But in the past, I would have taken that as a personal failure. It meant that I wasn't good enough, that people would judge me, that you, the customer, didn't want to work with me because you didn't think I was good enough, right? All the things. Where now I sat back with my journal and I, lo- I looked at what I did that created this program to not work, to not sell. And what I found out had nothing to do about me. It was about this program not being the right fit for beginners. And the topic 
being too scary. It reinforced my need of working and teaching mindset first to you, my listener and my student, so that I can give you more challenging concepts to learn in the future. Done. Over with. Learn, leaned into love, and then made the choice of offering that program only to my advanced student. That's it. Nothing about me, right? Why? Because I explore both fear and love. I made a conscious choice, which is step three. After exploring the fear and the love, make a conscious choice. That you choose fear or love is irrelevant. You want to make a conscious choice to choose fear, not react to fear and think you have no choice and then feel like a victim, which is where I was and where some of you are. You think you don't have a choice, where you do. And that's what I call consciousness. Come back up the ladder, explore both love and fear, and then make a choice. If you choose fear, consciously choose fear. I am choosing to be afraid of one, two, and three, whatever you identified, and I consciously choose to remain afraid of these three things. Conscious choice. Not a victim, you make a conscious, empowered choice. The same ways you choose love, the same thing goes. I make a conscious choice to choose option B, knowingly that I'm afraid of one, two, and three, but I'm choosing to love myself enough to make this decision that might be difficult. So let me give you a few examples of what that could look like uh, in things that we have in common in this community. Dieting versus intuitive eating. Here's the way I used to think, and some of you think, being on a diet, I choose that because I'm afraid of gaining weight. I choose to be on a diet because I need to lose weight to be accepted by X, Y, and Z person. Now, let's be clear. Anyone who chooses to be on a diet is doing it out of fear. Point. It may be an unconscious fear. They think they have no choice. And that happens sometimes in a consultation. Like, I know the women aren't the right fit for my program. Um, but they, when I say, you know, you don't have to diet. And they're like, there's a silence. What do you mean? These are women that are unconsciously choosing fear. A choice from a place of love would sound like this. I'm going to choose. The really important word here is the word choose. Because when you make your decision and you use the word choose, you make a decision from an empowered state. Not I have to, I need to. I choose to learn intuitive eating because I trust that I can do anything in life, including making peace with food. Or it could sound like this. I'm going to choose intuitive eating over dieting because I trust it's the right thing for me and my body right now. 
I know that I will be afraid of not dieting and perhaps gaining weight, but I know that's the right choice for me. A choice made out of love that recognizes your fear, that leans into your fear, but then brings back your consciousness on wanting more love in your life. Let me give you another example. This one around body image. I can't accept my body because I'll gain more weight. I can't think of accepting my body because this means I'll stop dieting and people will ask me why. It's scary to accept myself. So I'll just pretend everything is okay and put my head in the sand. Choices from a place of fear. Again, be clear here. Anyone who choose, again, it's a choice to hate their body, to dislike their body, to negatively talk about their body is doing it out of fear. Likely an unconscious fear that they don't even know that they have a choice or it could be otherwise. So let's explore what some choice made from love could sound like. I choose to take the journey of body acceptance because I'm worthy of living my life now. I make this choice feeling scared and that's okay, but I'm choosing to live my full life now. I make the choice to become neutral about my body knowingly that I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I'm loved and cared for by fill in the blank on your spiritual belief, in my case, the universe. This is where having some spiritual belief is very important because when you do that, when you connect with your spiritual body, you know you're not alone. Let's talk about exercise and movement, right? Here's a couple thoughts or choices that could be running through your head. I'm running to avoid gaining weight instead of doing Zumba that I love and feel happy when I do, but I have to run. I go to weight lifting classes with a fat phobic teacher that really makes me feel like crap so people don't think I quit as the fat girl fear base. You could be thinking on the opposite or making a decision. I choose to do Zumba because I deserve to enjoy moving my body and feeling great, both physically and mentally when I'm done. See the difference? Let's go to another sector of our life that has nothing to do or very little to do with food and body. Let's talk about relationship, partnership, relationship, romantic relationship. And this one was huge for me. Um, let's think about me when I was in very disruptive relationship. Um, that's an area of my life that I have not mastered. And that's why I don't teach about relationship. I refer people out. But I used to think... Well, I can't be alone. I can't leave this person because what are people going to think that I'm alone and I'm not worthy? 
So I used to sustain very bad relationship because I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of people thinking that I couldn't attract a man in my case. Today, my choice is this one. I choose to be single right now until I can meet someone who can help me thrive and support me unconditionally. I know. That's a tough one, right? That's a tough choice to make for many of us, but that's what it means to choose love instead of toxic relationship. Let's talk about boundaries. And this one I heard um, just two days ago on a call uh, where um, it's actually one of my clients who was being stigmatized by her mom over texting, right? She was accepting texts from her mom about her weight and her appearance that made her feel terrible about herself. And she didn't want to say anything to her mom because she didn't want to hurt her mom's feelings. So she was afraid of hurting her mom's feelings. She was afraid of being judged by her mom. So instead of setting boundaries with her mom, she was receiving these texts. And that has been going on for years. Fear-based choice. We transfer that to uh, a choice from a place of love. And that sounded something like this. I choose to set boundaries with my mom about her commenting on my body, my weight, or my health because I trust and respect myself. This is very uncomfortable for me. This is brand new for me. Although I'm 35 years old, I've never done this before. So it's extremely scary, but I know it's the right thing to do for me. My client is, is working on that uh, over the next couple of weeks, but can you see that love and fear can be present when you make a decision at the same time? It's about the choice that you make for yourself. One last area, investing in myself, right? That it is to buy clothes that fit. I hear that all the time. I can't be spending money on me, right? I quote, don't deserve it. That it is to work with me, that it is to hire a therapist, whatever the situation may be, right? A fear-based choice goes something like this. I just can't do this. It's too expensive, what if I don't go through with it? What if I fail again? What is my partner going to say? He or she's going to get mad at me. Fear-based choice. Or a love-based choice can sound like this. I know this is scary. I know I don't think right now that I'm worthy in investing in myself, but I know it's the right thing to do for myself. I need to respect myself and help myself first. I'm going to make this decision. I'm going to spend on myself knowingly it is scary, but knowing that it is the right choice for me. So I hope these examples on the different sectors of your life are helping you or at least will help you begin to understand this concept of love and fear. 
Bottom line is this, if you want to tap into what life has to offer, if you want to live a full life, your best life to maximize your human journey, you need to let love be the primary mode of decision and choice, not fear. Fear closes you down. It makes you retreat. It makes you feel stuck. It makes you feel terrible and it limits your opportunity to live your full life. Love on the opposite is about opening possibility, seeing the world from a brand new perspective. It makes you live your life from your heart instead of your mind. Love-based choice liberate, fear-based choice constrict. So I hope this quick teaching will help you implement this filter to which you can make decisions for yourself. If you enjoyed this show, please leave us a review. It's a tremendous help to the podcast and to me to get my message, the going to be on the food message out into the world. On the next podcast, we have another segment of her story, and you're going to hear from Sarah. Sarah is a spin instructor in a fat body, and my God, does she kick butt. She's going to be a true inspiration for you. I love you, sister, and I look forward to hang out with you on the next episode.